Hello and welcome into the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. I am Greg Smith, senior recruiting analyst here, and I am joined for a rapid reaction, um, the morning after edition, uh, by staff writer Steve Marek to talk about what happened with Nebraska's loss last night in Ireland, 31-28 to Northwestern. But first things first, Steve, how are you on this lovely Sunday morning? I'm doing great. Um, aside from the outcome and um, our message board kind of uh, melting down a little <laughs> bit, it was a fun day of football. Um, I had a lot of fun um, covering it for inside Nebraska, and even though it was a loss, but it was still football. It was still good to watch it live and, and um, react to things um, that were actually happening on a field. But yeah, hopefully uh, better days to come here. Yeah, you you have to hope that it can somehow get better from here. Uh, but we'll have, we'll dive into all of that and more here uh, on this video. But I want to start here on that on that topic is from the actual game. The, I think the pivotal moment that everyone is kind of circling as where that game turned for Nebraska is coincidentally when they were up eleven uh, when Scott Frost elected to kick an onside kick and kind of go for the jugular. Um, and I think that this is it's a fascinating point data point of this game for numerous reasons uh the first and foremost one being it didn't work right so i guess we we should say that because it, if it had worked it'd be he you know this team is now letting her rip um no fear failure all of that stuff would have come mm -hmm. out Unfortunately for Nebraska and Scott Frost, it did not work. And if you're, I think someone in, um, I forget the guy's name uh, on, Nebraska, on Northwestern's team was asked about the onside kick afterwards and how why they were prepared for it. And he said, paraphrasing here, it's Nebraska, we have to be prepared for anything. So, or it's Nebraska, you never know, is what he said, which is actually worse. <laughs> um, and so I think that, you know, Scott Frost, this was his first kind of foray into the CEO role, right? And if he was uncomfortable with not calling the plays during the game, his role, he was unsure about his role. And this was the one thing that he really had his hands all over. <laughs> we, as we kind of look through what happened in this game and it goes horribly, Steve, I guess, what were your thoughts around that onside kick decision when it happened? And then kind of the talk afterwards. I didn't really understand it. And of course, like, yeah, Scott's right. Like hindsight, looking back, he even, he like, look, he, Scott took credit for it. Um, he said that, yeah, it was my decision. And looking back on it, it probably didn't, I, I probably wouldn't do it again. Um, I see the benefits of attempting it, like trying to capitalize on momentum, but I don't know at that point in time, that it's just a massive risk. Like, you know, just kick it away, give Northwestern a long field. Um, they were Northwestern was okay offensively, but they weren't full of big plays. They were more of a grinded out offense in that game. And and just to kick it away with your 11 point lead and make them goal go like, you know, 80 yards or 75 yards or something like that. I think that would have been more advantageous for Nebraska um, instead of attempting an onside kick um, in the third quarter. I mean, it's just I, I don't understand it. I think it's it's going to be rightly picked apart this week. Um, he's going to have to answer more questions about it. It's just an odd, odd call. And for someone who, you know, had to um, give away his play calling duties to Mark Whipple, take take more of a step back and be more of an offensive or a CEO type, like you said earlier, to have him come out and, and make that call in that situation in this game, in this kind of make or break season for him and to have, and to have them not recover that onside kick. It's just a terrible, terrible look right now. Yeah, it really is. There's no really way to, there's no real way to skirt around that. But I also wonder too, you know, it's one of those things where 
we've seen that particular story from Nebraska many times during the Scott Frost tenure, where one thing that happens during the game that's not even at the end of the game completely changes the momentum and they can never quite recover from mm-hmm. what happened. And and it's just an uncanny ability that the program has right now to do that. Um, it's just, it, it's, oh no, here we go again. And on one hand, I, I don't blame the players for having that because there's been so many of those situations. And I think Frost said, you know, they need some, some good stuff to happen to them after the game um, so that they can, can you know, kind of get that belief and really feel like they can do it and get over that hump. But, and so on one hand, I, I can understand the human nature element of that. But on the other hand, that is the whole, that's what you've trained for all off season long to be able to say, hey, we got hit with some adversity and we're going to overcome that. I, I, I tweeted it a couple of times during the game because there were other moments where, you know, okay, here's that test. They talked a lot about this over the offseason. How much did we hear that this is a different team? We've got new leadership. We've got better leadership. It's a tighter team than we've ever had. We've been training hard. All of those, you know, things that you hear during the offseason. But when the rubber met the road once again, everything just fall, fell apart for the team and they and the thing started to snowball and they couldn't get it back. And that is not just to blame the players. Like this is something where the coaches um, have to figure out a way to stop that too. Like great coaches figure that out, right? Like they figure out what it is that their team needs and they need to do. And the other way that you saw this kind of snowball effect happen with Nebraska is something that, it, it, you know, it's funny. You look back at the beginning of the game and Northwestern was not really running the ball very well. I think at halftime, I want to say offhand, they had 36 rushing yards at halftime um, because Nebraska had 48. I do remember that. because I remember thinking, man, neither team is able to run the ball. This is a weird game uh, for the Big Ten. And then what do you know? Both teams started popping some runs in the second half. But one team sustained those um, throughout the game, and that was Northwestern. That ball got rolling against Nebraska when it came to the physicality of the football game, um, and Nebraska just could never recover um, from a physical standpoint. Yeah, and a lot of it, in my opinion, had to do with the – so, yeah, the defense did not – start stop Northwestern's run game well at all they got outmatched physically um and they were gassed in the fourth quarter absolutely gassed you could you could see it it was clear as day and it's because Nebraska's offense could not churn out yards on the ground and and run some clock and hold on to the ball and and play complimentary uh, football because you know the the past game looked great Casey Casey Thompson looked great for two and a half quarters but when that stopped working as a football team, deep down, all football coaches in the world, I think, love themselves some some run football, um, t- some rushing yards, and and they they the offensive line for Nebraska did not get push. Um, Anthony Grant did not have much running room, um, and and he did a heck of his a heck of a job kind of getting what he could in that game. I really liked what Anthony. Yeah, Grant he did showed. a good job. That, that's going to get yes. lost in, in this, mm-hmm. um, honestly, but I thought that he did very well um, out there and went and took some steps towards um, being able to earn even more carries than what he got in, in this game. I'm totally with you there. I'm glad you mentioned that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, a lot of it, a lot of the defensive woes for Nebraska was in my opinion, it stems from the offense's inability to, to run clock, pick up yards on the ground. I mean, they they could not, Nebraska's offense could not stay on the field in the fourth quarter, and that absolutely killed the Husker defense. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it, it just led to them. Northwestern had the ball for 34 minutes, over 34 minutes. Nebraska had it for a little over 25 minutes. That's so right. Nebraska's defense was on the field for a long time and their tackling suffered, their gap integrity suffered. Um, Northwestern just, I think I looked, looked, looked it up uh, after the game, 18, they ended, Northwestern ended the game on 18 straight runs. They just pounded and pounded and pounded and kept coming and kept coming. And Nebraska was gassed. They could not stop it. It it made me watching Northwestern's offensive kind of um, how they went about it yesterday. It made me kind of think, man, like this is what Nebraska, Nebraska fans yearn for. This is what Nebraska fans want to see. And it's having, it's, it's happening to their own team right now. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, respect to respect to north north of western pat fitzgerald and, and how they went about that they were the tough team they were the patient team um when the, when everybody was freaking out about them kicking a field goal and, and running and running a run play on third and ten um <laughs> playing big old i thought the same thing at first yeah. until it hit me that oh crap they're playing complimentary football and they're doing what they yeah. need to do yeah they were a well-coached team that's a well-coached team they're staying patient and they're playing four quarters they are not trying to go for a knockout blow with an onside kick in the third quarter yeah and that's what and and that is actually the perfect kind of you know juxtaposition of what scott frost teams want to do versus what and it's not just pat fitzgerald and northwestern this is a characteristic of the big 10 west you could have inserted basically any team from the west into that role and they would have performed or tried to execute the exact same thing which is why i think it's so it's troubling on numerous levels um on some of the other things that frost said because it continues to show um i think that he doesn't understand quite what makes this league and this division in particular very good um but real quick on the more on the physicality side of it because everyone talked about this after the game from nebraska scott frost talked about it multiple players talked about it afterwards and that nebraska was just or northwestern was just the more physical football team and i don't think that there's anything that is more hurtful for nebraska coming out of a game like this than to have to admit that um and say it out loud that you know we just got out physical and you saw it you saw late and it wasn't now this happened a little bit throughout the game where Nebraska's defensive linemen were just having a heck of a time getting off of blocks like it just but they're like forget penetration like they were just getting stonewalled up front and then it just became just getting flattened by the time the end of the game hit because they were gassed um and those creases turned into those you know three four five yard gains were turning into a little bit more than that uh for Northwestern but I think that the physical fitness of this team and this, the mental toughness towards the end was just not where it needs to be. And this has unfortunately been a, another characteristic of Scott Frost's program throughout the entire time he's been here. And it has been one of the most puzzling things, I think, of overall about the program, considering who Scott Frost is, the era of football that he played in at Nebraska, and some of the people on his staff um, have some of that same mentality kind of um, that whole thing is strange and I think that as we are now at the point on it's now August 28th where you're starting to think about the totality of the frost era at Nebraska that is going to be one of the top for me three things that we're continuing to talk about here throughout this season now before we get out of here we definitely have to talk about one of the key post-game press conferences that will definitely be, or post-game press conference quotes that will definitely be talked about um, throughout this week. This is going to come up again. Steve, what was the quote that Scott Frost said about creativity in the offense? Yeah, so I had the whole quote here. Um, you know, he was he was asked about 
Now the the play calling and and just kind of in it, the ineffectiveness of the run game, his offense's run game. And he said, I think we're going to, we're going to have to learn as an offensive staff that you have to be a little creative in this league. So we have some things that we can work on. I thought we did a lot of good things, but it's got to be more of a complete game. When I, when I heard him say that, I, I just thought to myself, like, why, you know, you are the boss of this thing. Why are you, why are you saying, saying that about a coworker is what I was saying. Like, why would you say that to an assistant that, that you hired in Mark Whipple? Like, why? Like, after, why even after put that game out there? one, game one, it's the we're first already game. doing this. Like, it, it's just a, it's really unfortunate that, that, uh, that's already happening because it goes to something that. We, you, we, I know we've talked about uh, on various podcasts with, with each other of one of the key X factors with this thing. And there was so much talk in the offseason about how all the transfers and the new players and how that would come together. And I would always say, hey, you got to remember that we've got a new coaching staff coming together as well here with a head coach that has had some difficulties meshing personalities and really kind of getting along and all of that stuff. We've seen a little bit of staff turnover and some cracks behind the scenes, especially within the staff. And so now we get game one and we're already seeing that. And I think that that, that comment was a big deal. I guarantee you that's going to come up in a staff meeting. Like there's, there's no way that it won't because, you know, then he Scott Frost goes on to talk about a different answer about needing more cooperation and collaboration during with, with the offensive play calling, which can only mean that he wanted more of a say in what was going on with the play calling. Like, and so, and I understand on, on, on one hand that it was the first time in 10 years that he had not called games, but it's not as if he didn't know that this was going to be the setup. You hired that guy, you hired him to do a job, let him do the job um, and figure it out. Like it, it just, this, it, that comment honestly sets the groundwork for some real implosions down the road. It really does. I don't know how else to really describe that. Yeah. I just like, I, I can't believe that he would throw his assistance under the bus after one, after one game. I can't believe that he said, said that really, like you can just go in a press conference setting and be completely uninteresting and just say all the, we, we got out physical. That's fine. We need to execute better. That's fine. You know, all the things that head coaches say after games, you can yeah. just say those. You do not have to say, you know, you know, as an offensive staff, we need to be a little bit more creative or I think we need a little I think we need to cooperate a little bit more. There's no need to put that out there. At and all. honestly, I, I don't. He, I don't know why that, he said that to his own assistants. But if he feels that he needs to, that needs to be the expectation going into the week. Like you guys created a game plan throughout the week. It's not it, he. This was not a surprise on him on sprung on him during the game in Ireland. He didn't get to Ireland on the sideline at beautiful Aviva stadium and say, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to be calling the plays Mark as a Mark Whipple. Like that's not how that went. Right. Like, and so it's just, an, it's just odd in a, in a tenure full of odd quotes like that. Um, and, and so yeah. we'll kind of see where that goes and it's going to, but that is <laughs> going to continue to come up and will be the new storyline that has been created by Scott Frost himself. It's going up there with <laughs> with kind of the all-time quotes, in my opinion. Remember the loss at Minnesota? Was it 2019 where he didn't want his the the sweater, the hoodie? Oh, comment? the hoodies, hoodie gate. Yeah. I couldn't believe that as, came as out he of was mouth. as he he was wearing a hoodie that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're not tough if you're wearing a hoodie outside in pregame warm-ups yeah. in Minneapolis in October. 
It's cold, <laughs> man. I'm cold. I'm cold thinking about it. Um, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So I think and then that'll be something to keep an eye on going forward this week. How the team rebounds and how they kind of came back after having that long plane ride home, which had to be miserable, um, coming back home um oh, yeah. a- after that loss. Like, do they get a-, a day or two off here to kind of reacclimate and readjust with their body clocks and all of that? I think that there are numerous storylines going into their next football game because oh, by the way, they played this week. Um, Northwestern does not, um, but uh, Nebraska does play this week. And so they've got to, you know, kind of ramp it back up to get ready to play another football game and kind of shake that one off um, for what they would hope to be to win a couple of games back to back here and then set up a game against Oklahoma where you just kind of see what happens. Um, But right now, there are many, many bigger, many more pressing and bigger questions that we have to get to before they can even think about Oklahoma. And that, that really shouldn't be in their minds, uh, but it can be in ours. But make sure you guys, that'll do it for us today. Make sure you guys like the video, uh, subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. Also, pop over to, to the Nebraska Rival site, nebraska.rivals.com. Make sure you subscribe for all of the insider information um, and, and great content over there as well. So we've got full coverage of the game. We also have full coverage of volleyball. They've got their uh, season started up here and they're starting off undefeated as the number one team uh, in the land. Got a couple of sweeps this weekend too. Uh, We will catch you guys later.